It is going. It's moving. So that should be alright. I just wanted to give it like a couple of seconds because we missed some yeah, of the seconds so before. What do they call it? Lag. Yeah. I'm suffering. So and I also want to just pay attention to the frames per second. At 21, we're still good. It's a little bit behind, but 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's not five, which we were getting a little bit before. Yeah. Cracking Jack. Yeah. How are you? Alright, been a bit unwell the last couple of days, really? but I was alright. Yeah. Nothing major, just How did you get on with your thing? Uh I failed on Friday. Uh what 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 do you mean failed on Friday? Uh to do exercise every single day. I was knackered from oh, fighting. Right, right, okay. But you, my body was it, it does just say six days there. Yeah, but still. Because so the six not, days is no no, because six days plus Vika seven. Okay. So, I couldn't do it that day. Right, got you. So, you've done um, five days, is what you're saying? Yeah. But okay. then I hammered it at Vike anyway, so I got about... Doing that alone was like two hours of about 400 calories on sort of activity. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what else on there? Seven pounds released, so seven pounds off in a week. Yeah, two that's time, right, so. Two sets of 20 press-ups, DDP six days. And watch the Goji Man vid. Did I have watched the Goji Man videos? I watched a couple more. I did subscribe to him just to have a look. It's an interesting fellow, isn't he? He is. I think he's 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 got the same issue of all people who talk about diets online. Because I also watch a couple of other people who like. I've got one who's carnival. He's like him, but the carnival version. Um, is that what's that guy's name? I think his name's like Frankie Toronto or whatever. Okay. Now, what's really strange about <laughs> proper me is name. Like, he looks like a greaser as well. But the irony is, um, like, he'll pick on vegans about the way they look and all this sort of nonsense, it's right? not on that. And it's quite funny because I look at him and go, you don't look that great yourself. Yeah, well. And I don't... But I'm not saying that the Goji Man does this in the Goji Man. Uh, Goji Man doesn't do it in the same way. But I kind of sort of learned, oh, have a look at this, have a look at that, have a look at that. And that's what I went... There's certain points I agree with on both of them yeah. like for both of them and then there's the points where it's going well it's just like you're now just being a little bit snipey and I don't like that so I'll occasionally look at the video and then go yeah, oh wait yeah. he's now just being a bit of a dick yeah what the goji man no um, the Frankie guy but ah, right. the goji man one I go there's a certain extent where his bias is showing in what way because he's pro-vegan in his opinion would be for scientific reasons I'm yeah, not that yeah, I'm defending. No, no, I'm, I'm not even putting him down. There's yeah, a, yeah. there's a times when you can see his um, his bias coming out, but that might be because I'm now my setting for bias is just like yeah, I can see it, and I spot where it's like there's a bit there, which I'm not saying he's he's good. He's got good science behind him as well, but there's the point Wait, where it, it's just where it just you feel that shift over though, where you he gives veganism the benefit of the doubt over the me on that one little shift and I think I'm really I might honestly I might be picking on one particular thing that he did which was about nutrient density and on particularly that you can't get all nutrients from this and you can get all nutrients from that and the big one that I pick on is vitamin B12 yeah because that's one of the very rare ones that you can't actually get in a vegan lifestyle it, it, it depends be, having been there and being B12 deficient yeah it's really difficult um, but I mean, it's really difficult for me 
for my very individual yeah. reasons. Um, but and it also depends on what science you're looking at well, um, for where B12 actually comes from. Before even B12, talk about that. One of the things about calories, for example. Calories are absolute nonsense because the way they actually work out calories is they take the food that you're using, they whack it in a blender, basically, blend it all up so that probably shows uh, mastication and uh, breaking down, and then they burn it. Yeah. And that's how long it burns is how long your calories is. Yeah, I remember doing it in school. It, it, it's a slightly oh, yeah. little bit more scientific yeah. version of that now. Yeah. But, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that works in both ways. It's like when for like vegetables and plant-based products, etc., you will get, it will say that there's more calories because it burns differently and enzymes are used differently. And then the other way around, at the same time, it still applies to meat in the other way where you'll get more energy out of it, but then calories is, a, basically calories is a guideline at best. I'm inclined to agree with that because... You know, again, I'll use my dad as an, mm. as an example. I don't know if I did in any of the other vids, but my dad is a meathead. He's mm. absolutely, I mean, he's not a tall guy, yeah. but I tell you what, he's, he's just a powerhouse. You wouldn't want to fight him. Nobody yeah. wants to fight him. Mm. Um, he's just a powerhouse, you know, and he's, he's, he's incredibly fit, he's incredibly strong, you know, and he's 60 odd years old, but he's only ever eat, eaten once a day. Uh, well, how does that fit in anybody's calorie argument? Well, that's fasting, isn't it? Well, I mean, well, this is what we want to talk about mm. this week, isn't it? But, but I mean, well, hang on a minute. Are we now saying that not eating puts weight on? Well, you know, I don't know. But and then there's me again. You know, I eat twice a day, pretty much vegan, mainly raw, and I put on two stone all in muscle. Yeah. You know, and, and people can argue with me all they want, but that's what fucking happened. That's what happened, end of, you know, and that was no meat. It's how you get the nutrients um, that you need, whether or not you can... So, the eating one meal, okay? Well, if you're working really hard and, like, doing a physical labour-intensive job and your one big meal is full of proteins and fats, fats which you... Well, you, for example, you need cholesterol to actually make cell membranes you need proteins to make amino proteins to break down to make into amino acids and then make into new proteins yeah and so like you can have your one meal and that could be the one meal that you need and your body will then take what it needs from there to do whatever it can do yeah, yeah. and if it doesn't have enough of this well it can't do anything with that yeah. so for example if you're lacking fats and sugars in that meal well no fats means there's very little growth anyway mm -hmm. no protein means there's going to be limited growth it might however move from somewhere around the body yeah. Um, but your body is going to take from there what it can, and then it's going to develop from there. Yeah. Because the body, as with the immune system, is anti-fragile. Mm -hmm. It's the well, yeah, what's its situation? The body wants the uh, adversity, doesn't it? In our different yeah, yeah. working out. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You damage muscle. Yeah. It then goes. Yeah. Oh no! I need to make this better because that might be an issue in the future. So I'm going to make it stronger just in case it happens. I tell you, this is the interesting thing um, about illness. And I, you know, I, I've learned a lot about this with my own body. There you go. This is why autoimmune diseases, oh, the term fucks me off, you know, because there's no way my body is out to get me. There is no way. My body is fighting its ass off to heal, you know. And if it is going through some kind of traumatic experience while it does it, it's because it... And even though I've done that to the point where, yeah, I could have died, 
I still feel my body was fighting for me, not against yeah. me. It was fighting against something and to purge something. There was just it. some collateral damage. Yeah, yeah, and the body knows what it's doing as much as it got to the point in me where it was going to kill me, but that's because I hadn't adjusted my lifestyle in order to give my body a break. Yeah. Surgery and necessity and... I was going to say the word that I fucking hate. Go on, say the word. There, there were too many toxins you needed to detoxify. Well, yeah, I'm absolutely in agreement with that. I, I hate the word, though, because right. it's colloquially used in the wrong way. Uh, I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm going to detoxify by having, I, what's a classic one? I'll, I'll have a green tea enema or something. It's like, um, it's like I'm sorry, but that's, do you have a liver? Yes. Do you have kidneys? Yes. Are they working? Yes. Stop putting crap in and then it will go away eventually. I'm inclined to agree with that, which actually is, uh, when I look at some of my uh, targets on the wall there, is partly where I... I'm gonna say I need support. Mm. My my willpower this week has been good, but Found not. Wanting. Well, so for example, there was one day where I did have two sugars in a tea. I didn't stick with me one smaller sugar. But it was one tea in the one day. It, it, it was one tea in the one day. You know, although I have only I've not done three sets of twenty five press ups once. Not once. Yeah. I've done one set of 25 press-ups twice this week. So when I come to my challenge, I expect yeah. to struggle. Because I actually did struggle. Um, but I think there's going to be a little bit of extra mind over matter in the end. Um, yeah, well, well, we'll see. But, I mean, the, the point is, is it isn't to succeed on the channel. The point is is, is to do it consistently during mm. the week. So, 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 we, so we, we get better, we get fitter, yeah. we get stronger, blah, blah, blah. And I actually this week have become quite uh, distracted and, and I lost a lot of focus. I can agree on that one. That was part. Of, I I'm. I think. I think probably this podcast can turn into those moments of when you're not at full peak drive. I think is one way of looking at that. And I think it might be because it's the end of January. It might be because we've had the snow. I'm not, I'm not even saying that. I'm. Ju- I, I. I. I think that's a silly idea because when none of us are doing. Um, no. That sort of January nonsense, but I think no, the snow. I, yeah, yeah. I think the snow hasn't helped. Uh, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I, I, I wasn't going out anyway. I've been. I've had all week off. I don't even think it's that. I think it might have had a bit of a difference on me because I was off on Wednesday because snow day. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure. Maybe it's something to do with weather. Might be a number of things as well. I'm not too sure. Um. I mean, but, it's a case of being honest with ourselves right now. That, that's really what I want hmm. to do. Like, on camera, you know. Because, again, this is this is very much therapy and accountability. And, you know, it's part of me recording my journey. And if I'm not honest with how and why um, I did or didn't deal with me last week, and then I'm not really going to be able to deal hmm. effectively with any other weeks like that. And also, you're not going to be able to help me Dealing yeah. things as oh, well. I'll, I'll take another one as well. I actually had a chocolate bar on Saturday. Holy shit! What what are you on? I had what wait. What what no what what chocolate bar? I had. Oh, yeah, not done the weight, have we? I had um, a caramel. Car- Cadbury's caramel. Yeah. Because it's a sexy rabbit. They didn't have a sexy rabbit on. No. Oh, they, a sexy I don't, caramel that only happens. Rabbit? That only happens at Easter. 
the sex caramel yeah, and all the apples Easter. Yeah, she only appears at Easter. Really? Yeah, because she's a symbol of fertility. Really? Okay. Uh, they get rampant. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 focus, uh, focus. But so the interesting thing about that, right, it actually made me sick. As in, not physically sick. You reckon my lactose? My, no, no, because I have cheese. Okay. Um, it didn't make me like physically sick as in both ends or anything like that. My stomach felt uncomfortable by the amount of sugar. Okay, yeah, So you know where yeah, you might have yeah, had the situation yeah, yeah. where you were younger and you've eaten too much chocolate? Yeah. I had that after one chocolate bar. Okay, yeah. I was like, that's an interesting experiment. I don't, like, there's an example that was like, I, I had the chocolate, I was like, yeah. It, it, you know, I, I had a day like that. Again, this relates to me, me lack of focus and willpower. And I had a toast today. Yeah. But it was not a gluten-free toast day. It was a, a, a full-on war, but yeah. it was, I'm going to treat myself toast day. But, you know, you say treat, and it never ends up a treat, does it? It's really strange, that idea that we... But we have it when we're younger. It's built into our mind that we'll... Oh, are you being good? Have a treat, have a sweet. And it's like... Have no, some bad what? fight. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. It's, not that, it's programming, that, isn't it? That, that's the fact that... That literally is just programming. Or, you've been good. Here, I'll buy you something. Whatever it is, it's... Well, that's different, I think. No, it is different, but it's in a similar concept as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You call it a treat, but it's really not a treat. It's like saying, oh, you've been... It's promoting bad Let's attitude. remove an eye. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you know, let's destroy your organ slightly. What? Yeah. Because yeah. that's essentially what, you, what you're saying, like yeah. having junk food. But then at the same time, what do you do in same fashion? Like, particularly in terms of parenting, as, everything else. as an adult, we go... Actually, that's probably not a good idea. How can I treat myself? And that's when the I'll buy something nice. But then you just go, oh, wait, now I need the money to pay that. And I was just like, I've set myself up here for I, failure. I'll tell you what, I have, um, I have integrated a little bit of that idea in my life recently in um, giving myself little rewards for doing things I don't want to do. You know, and they're not, they're not rewards that are bad for me. They're rewards yeah. that are good for me. He says... Some of them have been toast and tea. I thought, right, instead of getting, instead of getting toast and tea, I'll, I'll do this wall and yeah. then get it. Yeah. And I'll reward myself that way. And, you know, I'm starting to, to barter with myself and it yeah. actually works well. You can see I've got this nice new decorated flat and it feels wonderful. I'm well happy about it. Yeah. Um, and I did it with my um, video on my painting channel. Yeah. You know, I actually got a great video, which has got the most views I've ever had for a single video. We'll put the links. I got almost four hundred views for one video. I'm like, what? I don't even know where that comes from. But ten times more than podcast chapter one. But in less than a week. That is impressive. Uh, for me, that's so. I'm 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 thinking of expanding on that idea. Anyway, becoming a painter decorator. Oh, let's focus on you a little bit here, mate. So seven. Right, weight. Give us your weight. What uh, did you lose? Did you hit your weight I, target? I am so you on. You said you want to lose seven pounds. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think of the numbers. It didn't go as well as I hoped. No. Um, I did have a massive dip after Vike though. It dropped like three kilo, uh, two kilograms after Vike. Right, so in pounds here. In pounds. Oh, I haven't got my numbers now. Give me a moment while I look at my spreadsheet. Um, well, while you do that, I'm going to get Steve Cornish's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we have had. I talk while I'm doing it at the same time. Um, we have had a uh, person being involved, which is what we want. Um, I don't know. Does it count as doxing if we go for his actual name to his name on YouTube? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but we've had a guy give a pledge, so we're going to put his pledge in. And we're going to whiz it on the wall. Um, here we go. 
Is it oh, yeah, chapter two, is it? Chapter two. No, chapter three. He's put on the later one, I thought. No, no, no. It's chapter two. I've got it. So oh, the, the goldfish of justice is what he's called. So Mr. Mr. Cornish, because I know who he is from Facebook. Um, really interesting to listen to. I'll join your challenge slash improvement. Living a fairy sedentary lifestyle at the moment with all the painting. So he, he paints like I do. He'd like to be able to do 15 press-ups, though he could m- probably manage about 10 at the moment. Um, I replied, go for it. 15 in total by next vid. So, Steve Cornish, you're going to have to build up to 15 press-ups by uh, by next vid. Which What's the date for next vid? We're, we're on the 3rd now. We're on the 3rd, so it'll be the 10th. So, it's the 10th, isn't it? 10th of Feb. Mr. Cornish, you're now on. Um, and I'll give some advice here about how I've always approached press-ups. Um, do as many as you can, three times a day. Um, or, or just do them as and when you feel like it during a week. I've got good results that way as well. And you'd be surprised how quick that you, your chest actually yeah. you, and your arms really get used to it real quick. Um, and then build up to just three sets of 15 or whatever. But make sure you don't you do. break yourself. Because my... Chest was uh, building up on Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, did it hurt? On Monday afternoon, that was up. Which yeah, is really yeah, annoying yeah. when you're trying to write on the board and your arm just goes... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Which is a strange one, because I'm actually using it as a motivation for certain students. Like, um, It's very easy for students to turn around and go to me, oh, but you're smart and you can deal with whatever. So it's like, okay... Well, let's go into a field that I'm not good at. You clearly see that I'm six foot four and overweight. And um, for the record, I'm on one four seven. How many pounds have you lost? Uh, let's, let's get I need to do numbers because it has an update on Dropbox, which really annoys me. Um, let's see, I'm down to one four seven zero kilograms. Yeah. Which is from one, I think it's just under 15 kilograms. You've not got the numbers with you now. No, it's not uploaded on its drop box. Oh, oh, right. Although, has it done it on this one? Because my phone might just be in special. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, it's inappropriate. Um, And it's fragile, eh? if it takes ages on here it's on here Whee. it's just not dead on my phone for some reason I, I realised as well you know so when it comes to doing our pledges on camera yeah. it's actually a lot of time spent fighting around off camera yeah and so I don't know if you if you still want to do them on camera this we week. can do them off and then if we have to either way we can well, well what, what, what I mean is even it, doing while we film it you know, it's, it's still a lot of time and a lot of non-talking or, or whatever. We'll record it separately and put it. Or even, we'll just monitor each other. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm on 147 at the moment, uh, which is 323.4 pounds. And last week was the, I can't remember now. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 28th, I want to say. Yeah, but oh, I'd look at the camera, but it's that's it. Which seems like it's eight pounds. 
Three three one down to three two three point four. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Was last Sunday. Well, then it's twelve pounds. You've lost twelve pounds in a week. Yeah. And you pledged seven. Yeah. Wow. Tick. <laughs> but then I think I think at the same time um, that's the only reason why it seems larger is because I was larger from last week because of. Go and see the family. Yeah. Let's put it this way. It, it the reason doesn't matter. You know, mate, you, you nailed it. You you nailed it. Like Basically, my, my total double. weight in pounds that I've lost is from 355 down to 323. So that's 32 pounds in 34 days. Wow. So 12 pounds in a week. 12 pounds in a week. Holy moly! There's a there was a really big drop from doing the bike, and I made sure that I wasn't. It's probably because I did partial not eating as well because it was parents' evening, so there was more stuff going on. And I set myself up again. I'm not going to have like because it would have been very easy for me on that parents' evening day because I didn't have a chance to go out for dinner. Yeah, it would have been very easy for me to quickly stop by a subway or get something on the way home. Yeah, Instead, yeah. I just went. I got some polar sausage, which is ninety percent pork, so hasn't got crap in it. Um, for example, anyone who's doing carnival and wants a snack, polar sausages, that sort of thing. Look like for a the nuts. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the rest of it's like just like bits of gristle and whatever. But that's good, like the extra bit of yeah. collagen and. Uh, um, but I had that, and I sort of just snacked for that day, and there's like, yeah, I'll just deal with the rest. Yeah, but so ego, so there's we've had the weight thing, we've got the press-up thing to, to talk about in a minute. DDP and your exercise, you said you did. You said six I'm, days, you yeah. did five days. You watched the Goji Man bit, which is on there, so the only thing we've got to do now um, is the press-ups, but we said we we're going to work on your form as well. Yeah. You need to look for it. Yeah. Because it, it'll be... I think it'll be unfair to measure you, you two times. Yeah, because I can do that. Well, no, no, what I mean is... If we were to improve your form, although feel free to take my soul, by the yeah. way, I reckon if we were to improve your form, you would find hitting 20, like, harder, yeah. Hard. Yeah, because cause the way you do it at the moment yeah. is, you know, and... I said a sea line. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but we have a reason for that, though, don't we? That, yeah. that's, that's your size. But that's why I, re- I recommended books last week. If you, if you, yeah. A couple of books, and then you've got that space to uh, accommodate but at the same time you I have one swap pounds so I, I might have accommodated for it I, I do have one that I want to do for next week well, before I forget it's a kind of dirty one so it still counts um, is I'm just giving up at energy drinks full start alright so we'll, should we do that in a do next week's in a set yeah can do alright should we do some press ups no? we can do you want me to do mine first yeah, John, do one lot and then I'll, I'll do one lot and I'll, I'll I'll talk about how I set my form because I I have a couple of different ways of doing it. Some elbows in, some elbows out, and some some somewhere in between, and they all do different things. And some would say one way is the proper way, and some would say the other way is the proper way. I personally don't care because I feel they work different parts of me anyway. Draw me to do a plan B. Where I can swing that round rack on the front camera of that. Um, I'm not bothered. It's up to you, you know. But but you know, I, I'm raring to go. I, I'll happily attempt me three sets of twenty five, 
Well, you can do one set now, I'll do yeah, one set I'll, of 20. And then... Absolutely. Um, but, but the question is, is for, for your first set of 20, for, for this pledge to ask you to do better form, I think would be unfair, although it's, grr, do yeah. it. You know, so if you want to do it, do it. You know. Um, Unless you want to do them closer to the end. So it's up to you, but you let's might, do, let's you, do you might be fucking knackered by uh, t- towards the end of the other. Well, it's up to no, you. No, I mean the end of the podcast rather than now. What work on your form? Well, if we let's get press ups. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, I'll do mine. So, uh, twenty-five. Yeah, it's twenty-five on yours, isn't it? Yeah. What's mine? Twenty-five. Three sets of twenty-five. Three sets of twenty-five and eight pull-ups. Yeah. Three sets. Which I actually think will be pretty, pretty tricky. Do you want to do those first? No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Um, yeah, I always like the, I always like press ups first. Um, some people might like to know, but I've not warmed up, and I, do you know what? I rarely, rarely ever do, and I don't get injured, and I never ever have. Famous last words. You know? So I don't believe in that business. Also, famous last words. <laughs> right, twenty-five press ups. Um, I'm gonna go in between. Elbows out and elbows in. Yeah. You know, because um, that's what I like. So there you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. 24, 25. <laughs> the, the best thing about those press-ups is slowly watching Tommy's head go more and more red. <laughs> What's interesting is, is I've done it twice this yeah. week, just two sets of 25 all week. And I actually struggled less on those last five. Yeah. And I did. All week. So... So there you go. Right. Pull ups. I've been doing the chin up. Yeah. So palms towards myself on this girder here. Good, I've got a proper man house. Yeah. Right, and obviously my feet don't touch the floor, but I want to keep good form. Yeah. So I just allow my feet to come back to this position here, which obviously no one can see. So there you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, they're not easy then. No. Well, I can promise you that I can't do that. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm sweating. So the thing is, what makes it hard is there's nothing to grab. There's no curl over you. Literally, I have to go yeah. like that. It's a good thing to work out as well, you might say. <sighs> okay, so, yeah, I'll go through mine. Yeah. So, you've done one. One two. sugar. I did have one little one little fail. Not that I want to focus on it, but. No, but it's one of those every points. Every other day was great. 50% more lemon water. I actually believe I failed that massively. Yeah. Did you not uh, record it? I did record it. 42, oh sorry, 44, including this one here. Yeah. Cup to tea in a week. 
How many lemon waters do you have? Um, I didn't record it. I just know I was not good enough. Maybe well, next time record it because it seems well, to help with your sugars. I uh, I uh, always have one in a full pint of half a lemon in the morning. Um, and a full pint of celery juice as yeah. well. Um, so, oh, sorry, there we go. Five, four. Do you know why didn't I count me water? See what I mean? This is what I mean by focus. I've got it written down. Yeah. And I've not done it. Yeah. Why? You know. So, what that that's all about upstairs. You know. And uh, you know you could call it a lack of discipline. You could call it a lack of focus. Blah. But what they are is they're products of something. Yeah. You know, a lack of decision making skills. Well that's still a product of something. So so what's going on upstairs that yeah. empowers me to do the ineffectual thing? Yeah. That's ultimately what I'm trying to look for. So I can tweak that, you know. Or the 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 opposite end of the scale is might just be that do you know what? Maybe I'm not just that passionate about getting it right. I'm not, Which is a I, question in its own right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I can't honestly answer any, but I'm on. <sighs> breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm well knackered. Uh, but I, I can't necessarily answer any. But what I can say is, is that tea has become a habit. Yeah. It's become a comfort blanket. That's all. In essence, you're having. Close to six a day. Is that right? Yeah. Well, is that five. Is that five. how maths works? Yeah. <laughs> six times five is. Sorry, six times seven. You're a teacher, aren't you? I'm not a maths teacher. Do you want me to get me a calculator? Where's my? <laughs> it's forty-two. Because twenty-one <laughs> times two. Um, it's forty-two. Yeah. So you have on average six a day. Okay. So I don't think that's that bad. But, I, I could but if that's all I'm drinking, you know. What's the question then? You're still getting the water from it because tea's got quite, is a lot of water. So what it does do is, so tea, you've got polyphenols in it, which attach themselves to, to metals. So, it, so what that means is if I'm having a lot of tea and food at the same time, so any good things like iron and zinc will say goodbye or all that. Then you've got tannins in tea, which shrink um, the lining of your gut, so it doesn't absorb as easy as well. Um, so, so any other nutrients have you in thought what that I eat around tea will be say by them as have, well. Have you thought that maybe the reason why you're not gaining more weight is because your tea? Oh, I, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That, that's Ma- that's that's why this is this is on here. Sorry, May- maybe maybe what we should do is instead of worry about your lemon consumption. And why about reducing the number of teas in general? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So maybe instead that, of... That is the point of all that. To instead of going for six today, maybe just even five or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so that's, so that's an easy fix. Well, that, that's why we originally wanted to count them up mm. this week. So now I know it's 44. So anything less than 44 is a win. Yeah. I you think know, you should aim for do, five a day and then... But if you want to go steady, go five a day. Yeah, so that would take us to, to what, 37? No, 35. Oh, okay. I just took seven off the... Uh, this yeah. Is seven days in a week. But there's 42, you put, and then two extra. But if you aim for around 35, even if you do have the two extra, then it's 
aiming for five. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't count the waters. Gutted about that. Not not thinking. Yeah, this week then. Give myself a tick there for each of the uh, yes, press-up situation, pull-up situations. Um, cool. All right. All right. Do you want to do some press-ups? Yeah. Are, are you game for the proper form, or are you just going to smash twenty out? Uh, there's part of me going up, and they don't know because I'm not feeling top form at this point in time. Try it. Yeah. Try it. Plus, I'm wearing a bit more stable Shoot. boots today, yeah, so they look brand new. Then they are new. My ones I found out were slightly less waterproof in the snow. So what you've got to do is you've got to try. You, you, you back's got to stay up. It's got to stay up. But part of the reason you were um, sea lining, as you call it, or warranting, or whatever you call it, it's because you tried to. Here. Well, it's also because you tried to explode out of it. You can't, you've got to control up and down, up and down, instead of whoa, you know what I mean, control. So, you know, I, I have this rule that, that, that my knob, nipples and nose all touch at the same time, all lift at the same time, all the time. That's what I try and do, you know, but obviously you're in a different body shape situation than me. So you're just going to have to do whatever it is you can do. I'm wondering if it might be easier to start down and then go up. Whatever, whatever. I don't know. I'm just thinking. And then it's it's. I find press ups easy. It might be different for you if the elbows are out as well. Whereas most people think the proper way is elbows in engages more your tricep and more of your chest in general. Whereas elbows out engages more of the top end of your chest. A little. At least that's what I've always found. You know, more the length of your chest muscle as opposed to the bulk of it. But some nerd out there will correct me and I'm happy for that. <coughs> yeah, man. Boosh. Miles better. So that's an exploding thing. last three. Do it man, come on you got like two more to do. Shazam! There you go. I hope your counting was the same as mine because it didn't count like the first four. So. I explained why I thought I reached 20. Well done man. Once again it's a good point that like I've said I am not in the best of state today, but still hit it. Nobbled it, mate. <laughs> Nobbled it. Oh. Right. So, what did you think of the Goji Man vid? Like, as far as... He, so he goes on about oxalates and things like that. What, yeah. What, what, what the old meat eaters... Uh, See, I mean, how much, how much of that do you reckon you've experienced? Or are you going to do an experiment in order to see if you experience such things? Because again, just to reiterate, the only reason I got you to watch that video is just through caring about you so you don't cut yourself off 
from what potentially is a, well, what is a balanced diet. Yeah. Because um, I'm actually integrating think, more and more meat in my diet. Um, Not that I'm noticing anything necessarily beneficial. Well, for a start, I'm taking my vitamins and stuff now as well. Uh-huh. Um, just as a backup. Um, I haven't noticed it, but it does does bring uh, a point up though, because there is this big one I see a lot, and it is the battle of the micronutrients with vegans and meat eaters. Um, not the macros. The macros seem to be. I might be getting this wrong, but yeah, I'm not the man to talk about technical, but no man who is. You know what I'm on about. And it'd be top to get him on actually. Well, because when he's also now he's been diagnosed with Crohn's and he he, he runs. CrossFit gym and uh, he's an incredibly knowledgeable guy about what what we're kind of going through nutrition and fitness. Yeah, you know that's his job. You know, so it'd be top to have him on. So, to just put in context that uh, what I think I call um, macros and what I think is called micros. So I might be wrong, but at least you know what I'm on about. Uh, macros, as far as I'm aware, is what we're talking: carbs, protein, um, fats. I think yeah. I know it all, but my brain isn't functioning. And then micros are nutrients, vitamins, minerals. Um, and so, like, so this... Here you go, sorry. Macronutrients stand... Uh, macro stands for macronutrients, which are nu- nutrients required in large amounts. These include fats, proteins, and carbs that make up your calorie consumption. Micro yeah. refers to micronutrients nutrients required in small quantities to sustain life such as vitamins and minerals yeah so it was so i got it right that's right and the big argument is educational the ones that i've seen are the argument about getting be careful with your foot there because that's uh um the argument is uh always for the carnival one where you're getting your vitamin c from which is vegan to carnival the other one I've seen is the vegan to so the carnival to vegan is where you get all your complex amino acids from mm-hmm. and vitamin B12. Yeah. And then everyone gets really fuzzy about the ones in between. Okay. And I think it's not as simple as that. I think I'm inclined to agree with you because there are many successful and healthy vegan bodybuilders. Yeah. Now, I think the one thing that I will contest on is this idea of vegan being more natural. I, I, I don't believe I don't like I anyone don't mentioning that. Maybe you could argue more ethical, but ethics are always a matter of opinion and a yeah. matter of culture. They are not a matter of fact. It's a fact that they exist. And they only exist because we construct them. And I don't want to bring ethics up into the vegan carnival debate because yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's a red it's a, herring. Because it's, yeah, it is a red herring. It is a matter of opinion. Ethics is a matter of opinion. Because every meat eater that actually, re- that actually cares about like, actually what they're consuming rather than just the ordinary person goes, like for me, I'd rather hunt for my food if I was allowed to. Because then it's me, them, and like, they've had a free life, they've done whatever, and then me being part of that cycle. Um, rather than what our current farming situation is, mm-hmm. which, if they're being treated badly, I'm 100% against. 
And most people that are carnivores that actually care about that diet are like, yeah, we don't want that. And then there's the same time where you almost flip it the other way around looking at the vegans and even some of the modern diets like that involve avocados. They involve fruit and veg from around the world, which then you can talk about global warming and so on and so forth and carbon footprints and sea life dying for when one of these oil tankers go down or avocados taking down sections of the rainforest just to grow avocados and about the amount of water used there. Because that's the other argument vegans and carnivores have. is like, which one uses the most water and which one uses the most land mass? It's like... It's not simple. You can't put that number down. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And this, this is why it's, it is a, a giant red herring. And it's it's generally a lot of confirmation bias, speculation, people guessing and going, well, it's science, which is my giant annoyance. need to make that monolith. Um, <laughs> I'd say it pisses me off, man. But, you know, people thinking they know best. I saw, I saw, a, I saw, I saw this vegan T-shirt, you know, um, the moment I mention I'm vegan, you go from not to nutritionist in a second. And like everybody seems to fucking know best and nobody's asking educational questions for themselves. And nobody's then questioning the answers they then get from, you know, f- for starters, one is, is this a reputable source? I kind of like to ask, my own question I generally ask them is, why are you vegan? It's not about vegans, it's about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. No, I know, I understand that. I'm just talking about people as well. You know, that's that's my thing is, I'm trying to find out what's best in general for health. I ain't trying to keep people happy. I'm trying to keep me healthy. My, my thing that I think about is, it's very... We all go for this ancient... The whole point of the paleo diet, and which is the most natural, even though all our fruit and veg and animals that we have now are not the ones we originally ate 10,000 years ago and so on and so forth. So that's crap anyway. But then if we... Let's go down the actual game. There's one society that is truly carnivore. The Inuits, Eskimos. And they're a fish-based one. Mm-hmm. But they're also in a very weird... They're not exactly in normal conditions you could play anywhere else. They're in pretty extreme environment. Then at the same time, if we even look at any other sort of... place around the world that isn't in... either extreme heat or extreme cold... Mm-hmm. So everyone in between that. Yeah. Some combination of the two. And it's more seasonal. The thing is now we've lost that seasonal aspect. I was having this conversation with somebody today and it's exactly what I want my own work to be this week, by the way. Because guess what? Oh, oh, I love eating lamb. It's really nutrient-rich, etc. Great. When you're having that? Oh, you're having it all year round, are you? Don't think that would have happened before. Cows, same again. They've got a growing cycle. How many can you actually maintain? Now, we're not talking buffalo here, out in the like, Native American situation, in which case that is what roughly they did, and probably they actually had a more carnival diet than they think, because they weren't carrying out farming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and no one ever speaks about that, but that's a different point. Because um, no. uh, they always think, oh, the, hippie, the, uh, the, the, modern, the early hippies. But then if we go down everything else, so even like um, early tribes... Like if we take rainforest tribes and those slightly more uncontactable tribes that we have in the Amazon and islands, etc., they still contain insects and uh, fish and so on and so forth. But they eat fruits as well. But I think the important thing is, once again, it goes back to that balanced idea that you eat what you do when you're hungry. I think the biggest one is they can't have an excess of any of them. Because guess what? If we are on a desert island, and we just take this room as a desert island, 
while we can catch fish, that's probably our best source that we can get hold of. For example. You would hope. Yeah, it's a good source of most of the stuff. It's nutrient-rich and so on and so forth. Yeah. However, if you're not catching fish at that time, oh, look, it's this fruit is in season. We'll eat that fruit. Yeah, or this both and. Or both and. Because if you follow your gut, follow your nose, and if you are trying to live in more of a, you might call it a holistic way in nature, a, a, a intuitive way in nature is a better term, instead of a very conscious and calculated way in nature. You know, if you, you follow your gut, you follow your nose, you follow your intuition, hopefully mm. then you'll choose the right food. It's like my body's going, I don't actually want that pizza anymore because that is not what you need right now. Yeah, and so I think that needs to be taken account, but we've lost that because we are detached from nature. the food process. Yeah, we're detached from nature. Uh, yeah. It's a good way of putting it. But that's, that's the interesting thing, you know... You, this will take us down a very interesting road, this. You know, even the caveman idea, well, that still hasn't been proven. And as people like Graham Hancock say regularly on his Facebook page, the human race is getting older all the time. Mm. You know, not not in the fact that, well, it's now 9 o'clock and in a bit it'll be 10 o'clock. It keeps saying that the, the, the early dates for when human was civilised keeps getting earlier and earlier and earlier. Easily so, 10,000 years ago or more. And, and beyond... Beyond, beyond, the, beyond. Um, the Sphinx is 9,000 years old, and that was even older than that, because its head's well, been changed, and it's yeah, been weathered yeah. by rain, not sand. So, I mean, but we, we're getting into the realms of uh, what... Crypto uh, archaeology. Yeah, or, or, or pseudoscience, or conspiracy theory, all holes I'd love to go down. I absolutely get a kick out of all that business. I think it's great stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it's still the theory of evolution for us. There's still a missing link. I, I, I think I'd clarify that because I know what you mean, but then I want to be pedantic on the terms. You go for it. Yeah. Um, is the reason why it's a theory of evolution is because it's not a law of evolution, which is the scientific change of words. And people attack the idea, oh, it's a theory. It's like, no, it's a scientific theory. This is what we're pretty sure happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But since we weren't there, we can't see the actual genetic little things. There is molecular biological, uh, there's molecular evolution, and we can look at that, but as a large, massive point, we can't go, well, we think that the Darwin's finch has changed because of insects, seeds, and so on and so forth. What we can't say is, there was a flood two years ago that killed off this plant over here that said that. It's like, no. Fossil records, well, we believe that these bones extended because of this, and and we've got most of them, and we can spot where it is by a whole field known as biogeography. But... And there is a big but. You cannot lie. Yeah, and it, it's got to be put into context once again. Yeah. Because every actual scientist, and I'm not even putting me as on the pedestal on that one there, no. an actual honest scientist that actually follows the scientific principle rather than the monolith of science will go, oh, someone's come up with a better theory than me, someone's come up with better evidence than me, awesome. What are your qualifications, by the way? I have a degree in biology with science society. With science, what? Science and society, which science is based and society, which is basically involved the study of uh, science, technology, and medicine. So okay. it's involved the history of it. So the okay. uh, kind of like anthropology, but in uh, in a medical way. Well, in all science, so I looked at nuclear weapons, uh, the internet age, science communication in general, um, okay. science fiction and fantasy writing, and how yeah. that implements people. Um, and how medicines developed, and also how to deal with quarantine, and all this sort of... It really expanded my, sort of, how things develop, and this is why 
possibly I've got a little slightly different outlook because yeah, I've gone into yeah. the deep ethics part of why are we doing that? Is that right? And is there an argument about whether it's right or wrong? Yeah, yeah. And some of my ethics have come from last year during my self-development of going, what, are my, what is my morality? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. where do we land? And I don't think enough people do that. And then they come across that challenge in front of them and go, I don't know, but someone over here told me to do this. Yeah, that's, that's dangerous, dangerous behaviour. That what what's interesting is I'll tell you about my morality. I came to, it's probably when I was about twenty twenty one. I came to terms with my own morality um, around that time, and I came to this conclusion because I I, I was at that time becoming a very ethical based vegetarian mm. and vegan when I was really yeah. young, um, but. The more I mould it over, the more I mould it over, it only comes back to this conclusion. Whatever it is you think you're taking or think you're giving, you pay it all back at the end. Yeah. No matter what, the end will... Is, 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 is judgment day, if you will. You know, yeah. if, if you want to go spiritual, or it is just the end of it and there's nothing there and nothing actually mattered anyway. Either way, you know, it, it all kind of doesn't matter. Because whatever you take now, it will be paid back to you in the end. Yeah. You know, and it's a bit like the Inquisitor thing that I was talking about, uh, Red Dwarf, I think it was last episode, that essentially you've then got to face yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all okay. That's the other thing. It's all okay. Um, it's, part, it's, it's part of nature. And when I say nature, I, do, I don't mean... There'll somebody listening to this. It'll be like, I need my idea. I want you to post if you've got a complaint about what anything we said because then that's more interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps the algorithm. Yeah, but 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 we love your hate. Nature, nature is more. Nature is about more than just plants and animals. I think we forget that we're part of it. We are a symptom of it. And we are part of it. The lamp is part of it. The PC is part of it. Because maths is nature as well, you know. This, this is our termite mound. Well, well, yeah, everything. But, you know, it, it's, it, we, you're getting into the realms of physics, essentially. You know, and it's all part of it. You know, being evil is part of it. Being saintly is part of it. Being anywhere in between is part of it. I said it, evil is a perspective. Pain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain and suffering joy and rapture whatever you want to call it it's, it's all it's all part of it and it's all there to be experienced without a doubt and that's that's what we're here to do you know we're here to create and not only do we create lives we create each other we also create experience in creating and in taking away you know and it's all to be integrated talk about good and evil can i buy your whiteboard because i'm going to explain the clock of evil <laughs> the clock of the evil. clock of evil this is kind of my Invention of ish. I don't know. I might have got it from someone, but some years ago. But the clock of evil, and because I'm a teacher, I can do it upside down. So, oh well, 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 well done you. <laughs> Go for it. I'm very interested. Make sure you keep it in the uh, in the screen, yo. Do you want me to hold it? I'll hold uh, it. You, I'll hold it. You so that's alright because then, oh, I get, okay. it, you know, it's like holding your model and also the paintbrush. If someone yeah, else holds, holds if, it. Yeah, let, let's go like that. I try to get the light off it. Oh, oh. Yeah. So. Alright, yeah, yeah. There's our own circle. Right, so. Yeah. Okay. So, 
basically if we just take it as a simple clock just so we've got a nine there okay really rubbishly drawn the numbers don't actually matter they do with me that's how I'm making this one blatantly a six yeah. it looks like a little sack with a knot tied on the top of it okay right so what we've got now is this side that's good yeah I'm going to put plus this side is negative yeah okay? evil so if you do anything good yeah. you go this way so yeah. you do anything good you go more up towards one o'clock uh-huh. you go anti-clockwise if you do anything evil however you go clockwise okay so most people when we call it from something like that most people probably end up mostly around there Okay, in between our gap here, between basically Pendulous. five, yeah, moving backwards and forwards and doing minor little bits of good, evil, and when I say good or evil, it's just like, oh, well, I took an extra biscuit at work, which I wasn't meant to, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, well, I've yeah, taken yeah. some. It's your and, day lost to my extra sugar. Yeah, and yeah. it's, not, it's not, that's, or oh, I told that little lie, or whatever, you push slightly further in the queue, that sort of nonsense, it's not a big giant, because this is what I described, this is boring in a regard. It gets exciting when we're talking up here. And we're now talking about the Stalins, the Mussolinis, the Pol Pots, and then the swap round. The person who I've forgotten his name, which really annoys me because he's actually one of the great people of our time that we keep on forgetting, is the man who... Uh, Del Monte! No, got the cure for polio and then didn't uh, copyright it. Oh, Give it free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's one of the people that we forgot his name, but he, sold, he got the vaccine for polio. Do you want to find out? Yeah. Because it's really annoying me now and it feels like I'm failing him as well. So those sort of people who save people. You remember his face, but you don't know his name. Great with faces. We're all great with faces. I know. I can, ima- I can see the black and white picture as well in my head now. Yeah. It really annoys me. He's so, got a beard. No, he hasn't. He's got glasses and hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like I said, this is where it gets more interesting. Because... You're now playing the game of where you're saving people's lives, not just one or two people, which is a good act, or even killing people is a bad act. And But then there's a justification then, killing people to a certain extent. But up the top, as we're talking about people who saved millions of lives, or killed millions of lives. So what, what you're saying is it, it, it takes effort to work your way. Oh yeah, the, the, you, this, these are like five yeah, people. It's, it's kind of like you're right about the clock not being necessarily relevant. Yeah, I see that. but it's a way to visualize the moving pendulum swing. The top bit up here, though. So if you are Jonas Salk. Yeah, that sounds like right. So <laughs> if you're Jonas, you Doctor Jonas Salk. Yeah. And you're so good, and you save so many lives due to polio. Well, guess what? What happens if you're the priest that saved Hitler? Because that's what happened in World War One. Arguably, he saved one person's life. There was a priest oh, who right, saved Hitler right, in World right, War right, One right. and helped you t- mean, save him. You're saying he did something little down there, but actually it created something big up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you're yeah, the Hitler that goes that way, doesn't even think. And we killed six million. People plus. The moment you say the priest who rescued or, or saved uh, Hitler's life, we all think about this priest saving this guy in a Nazi outfit, but that's not how it works. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's, poor it's, teenage, it's a poor teenager in World War One yeah, yeah, who'd yeah, been yeah, hit by a gas attack. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the time when, well, 
here's where it gets really messy. Is so we've got our I've forgotten his name already. We've got a person who cures cancer. Folk. Folk. Uh, basically. That's polio, but yeah. Who? Well, I'm choosing someone else. Someone who cures cancer right now. Okay. okay. Yeah. That means you'll save ridiculous numbers of people. Yeah. We don't even know. Let's call it a billion people. Yeah. Because well, that's easy to do. Now the overpopulation. Yeah. So people are going to starve to death. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's also why this is a this continually. Well, it's not even continuing because then it starts coming over here and then you sort of go, oh wait, he's yeah, causing millions yeah. of deaths. Does he go back? Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the other time around, you go, so let's take Stalin, because we've talked about Hitler far too much. So Stalin killed, on estimate, 60 million people. Mm-hmm. What was if one of those people would have done something that would have meant blowing up the earth and killed 7 billion people plus? Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, it's essentially by killing 6 million people, he saved the earth because he's killed that one person that would blow the earth up. Yes. Right, forget you. So, so what you're saying is vegans need meat eaters. And me is need vegans, and the guys in between all need everybody else. Yeah, and we all need each other. And we're just all part. And it's the other point as well. It's just because someone's doing a good act doesn't mean it's good in the scheme of things. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is why sometimes when you do charity work, so you get into college to do medical degrees, means nothing, and everyone does it. So don't do it. You're looking at the screen. I know, but then the I realised it's up over there. <laughs> Camera, we need to put eyes on it. If we put a little face on it, then we'll talk to the smiley face. face yeah, that was uh, very enlightening. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, I, 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 I look at things like that in, a, in almost it's, a concentric ripple kind of way. It's a way to understand, and I think the reason why I looked at it is a way to understand what is actually evil. It's a matter of opinion. To quote Metallica, Am I evil? Yeah, you are. And yeah, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> and because well, sometimes we, we, we all are and we all are not that's, but then that's what it means to be part of the universe it's, so it's yin and yang positive negative alpha omega do you need uh, to be the order in chaos or the chaos in order or yeah, yeah well you are anyone who anyone who thinks that they've got it perfect and they've got it consistent and on and on and on talking shite that's sanctimonious that and I ain't, I ain't got time for it you need and um, right. the other one anyone who's self-righteous yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether they believe they're the ultimate evil, uh, the ultimate good, <laughs> the ultimate good. Twenty more press ups. Come on, we've, <laughs> we've we've both recovered now. You know, go on, yeah. Anyone thinks, oh no, I'm going to save the world. I'm the ultimate good. One hundred percent is not. Yeah, absolutely, because they're ignorant of their own evil. Yeah, and they're arrogant. Yeah, you know, and they'll also complain more. Yeah, unless they're more humble than anybody else. But I, I found that here's an interesting little thing I learned. People who complain are arrogant. And I was like, oh, why would they? Well, well, because they're saying they know best. Yeah, I need it this way. And they don't know best. People who complain are arrogant. And I've been that guy, and I've caught myself recently. You know, this, this little journey of self-development. Unless you take a pay attention, but I think it should be done this way. Is there a reason why it's not well, done this, this way? Well, the, that's, that's, that sounds more professional, which is different. That's yeah. about objective, you know, and... But you can do that in everyday life as well. You can do that in everyday life. I think uh, that's the moment when you find... sterile, though, isn't it? No, but I think that's one of the things that you need to do at that time. When you go to that moment of, I'm complaining about something. Well, you don't Stop. have to complain. You could just say, uh, can I have it this way, please? Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's but then you've already, you've already it, done that, haven't you? Yeah, you've yeah. just swapped it. Because you've gone through that extra step in the yeah. thought process. Your, thought, your emotional process, don't like this. Don't like, thought process, this must change. And then 
rather than going through that cycle of bad behaviour going you change this for me and so on so it's like thought could you do it this way for me and if they go yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure no problem well then there's no problem but if they go no I can't do it that way you go why <laughs> it, and, and, but then there's always that moment there it's like is that a uh, what is that so why can't you do it that way I'm just interested see, see then, the way you're doing it actually isn't complaining yeah, and it's very interesting to to, 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 after to, to experience this. Yeah, you are after information. It's about creating understanding, mm. whereas complaining isn't about creating. Can I see a manager? I've not got the right haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, complaining isn't about seeking understanding, is it? Complaining is about no, getting what, your what, own what, way. Me, in. Me, yeah, now, yeah. Now, now to quote seeking book. understanding. I've just done it today. It, <laughs> will create resolution, I suppose. Yeah. Or at least, at least then I can understand their position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why can't this be done? Okay, well, this might not work, this might work, this. And it needs to be applied to a lot of situations. It's like, uh, do, yeah, if, yeah. if you think something must change, which is a perfectly reasonable thought, something must change because I don't like the way it is now. Yeah, okay. if you're a customer, is a, is a great way of looking a at it. A customer is a good one. Yeah. And you can turn it for like, Lots of the news these days is looking at um, like what the government's doing and all this sort of stuff. And I'm not going to even bring up what. Choose. Choose if you're USA or UK. You've got plenty or anyone else around the world. There's something that the government's doing that you don't like or there's someone else that doesn't like and they're making a big fuss about it. Yeah. You have to be honest to yourself and to everything going on. What is happening? Why is it happening? And is there actually some way that you can be productive in that system to it? Not going... I need this, you're wrong, you're yeah. evil, you're bad. That's been bred into us, that attitude. I think that's that's exactly why. Well, we, we're not, we haven't evolved for truth. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing to say. We've evolved to it. Let, okay, so let's go. You say up. evolved, or has it been cultured? No, 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 us? this is evolutionary. Okay. Um, so let's go back to Fred and Barney. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Fred and Barney. Fred and Barney. And so... We're going for, they're now, it's round two of Masters on Hunting Season, not round one. So they've, they've okay, been right, right. So, so Fred and in, Barney's, we're, we're role-playing this kind of situation. We're, in, um, we're not in 3 BC anymore, we're in 2 BC. Yeah. So, they yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, because that would be Roman times, so we've quite clearly got that one. Ah, well, maybe the around... 20,000 years ago, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Plus. Plus uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, two years. Before recorded history, let's do with that. <laughs> but there was a cartoon made of it, so it must have been recorded with Christmas trees. But let's not yeah, start yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> and driving. Maybe Jesus' Don't second coming was the nativity. Let's not worry about that. And bowling. Just like what? And vinyl, but it wasn't vinyl. It was made out of rock with a toucan for a stylus. Well, what can you say? They're big fans of rock music. And <laughs> so, friend of Barney. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Roses. <laughs> right, go on. Uh, anyway, uh, we digress. And um, so they've got the situation of I think we should go out and go get the second master done. Okay. Not the first one. I was like, look, we've done it. Who's saying that? Barney. Barney. Barney's, so Bar- Barney's the one who's going further. Well, yeah, that was the way we had it, I think. No, Barney was the waste. No, 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 no. Fred well, was the waste of time because he's always happy. Okay. Doesn't matter. Barney was always happy, I'm pretty sure. I. Fact checkers, comment below. I've done yeah. it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and either way, it doesn't make any difference, okay? 
uh, what comes down to discussion is, I think it's a good idea that we go and kill another mastodon because we get more meat, we get more food, we get more food, we get more cloth, we get, and we're going to be better off in the society. Yeah. Fred, the opposite goes. I think it's a bit dangerous. We could have died. Next go time. vegan. No, <laughs> carry on. Whatever. Oh, we, you could use that as an argument, though. All right, go on. You could go for the case of the other one. But fruit's in season now. It's getting up to some spring. We've got the fruits. Why, why okay. should we risk ourselves to do that? And you didn't want to go out hunting in the first place. I convinced you in the first place that this was a good idea. Yeah. We've done it once. Why do you need to do it again? We might die. Why don't we? We lost Steve last time, remember? Yeah, he, and, he wore that red shirt, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no idea where he, how he dyed that, but probably some iron composite in the ground. Yeah, I, um, he appeared one day in a lab. That's what it is. Uh, and then and some bloke who talked with. And, um, nanu, nanu. No, I was talking like... Wrong word. Wrong start giant, large, motions. <laughs> um, but basically where it is better off for you to now not argue for the truth... But rather argue your position. It's better for you. For example, mating. You should totally mate with me. I am really good. I took down that mastodon. I really don't want to mate with you, mate. I know, but but we got. And but that's what I mean. It, it is a mating strategy. It's better for me. Like, oh, look, big me up. It's better for you to cover me because you get close to the fire. So this is your point. Is ultimately it is spread into us to to lie and make ourselves appear more than we are to enhance the truth, but not our in order to to benefit ourselves more than anyone else. So we don't have a objective truth and never evolve because it's not beneficial to us to reproduce. So it didn't evolve in us until now. How do we know that? And um, through similar models like that, and also through psychology. Interesting. Well, how does then being honest with ourselves with things like this, how is that really how we get in places? Or is it the effective way of how we get places? So, this is where we play the game of are we playing evolution or are we playing nurture? Okay. So, or you could argue nature or nurture in this case. But yeah, well, so, I mean, we, 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 can, so, can we evolve as individuals right now? Or do well, we Arguably, really? yes. But what we're, and I'm going to use mating strategies because it is the appropriate term, uh, whether or not it is for mates, it's, that's the driving process that works. So if we have the situation now, we're trying to make ourselves better people. When I say we, I mean literally just me and you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. about our offspring. I'm talking talking about about us. Okay. So we, and anyone who's joining us in our adventure, are trying to better ourselves, whether it's mind, body, soul, all of the above. Yeah. That makes us more viable and better as around us. It also, now you can argue about whether or not that's even true, but guess what? It strengthens our position for our point of argument. They go, oh look, oh someone can't do anything. Okay, well I did this. Why can't you? Suddenly now my position, that's in a position of benefit for me to show up someone else like, oh, well, I can't do something. I can, I can do that. Let's go. Let's do it. That's not about putting them down. Though, that, though, it's not it? about putting them down, but it's the, but it, but it it's the same process, isn't it? It's not objective truth because it doesn't have to be objective truth. They don't know and it doesn't matter whether or not they can and do it. By the fact that they're saying they can't do it and I'm saying I can do it. Immediately gives you a hierarchy. It puts you in a hierarchy in a different spot. Therefore, evolutionary... By doing this and putting ourselves in pressure, trying to find our objective truth, 
it actually strengthens our argument. So in essence, we're making ourselves in a better argumentary position, even though consciously we're choosing, I think this is the objective truth. So, so how is that then? How is that then? Um, nurture or evolution? Or this is where it's actually the same thing. Okay. If because it's like we're talking epigenetics then through through this experience. We're, we're talking about the thing that people forget about is everyone thinks evolution is a straight um, genetic situation. It's not. It includes behavioural. Which is epigenetics? Is that right? Which can involve epigenetics, which you, is what we take in. I assume you know what epigenetics yeah. is. Do you want to explain it for people? So epigenetics. So we've got our DNA, which codes for basically our actual chemical makeup when we're born. Now, even that's not strictly true because, of course, our DNA, each of our cells, um, has the same DNA in it, apart from our gametes, our sex cells, so sperm and egg. However, as you should hopefully know from at least year seven or something on that back to your GCs. Anything like that, man. Um, special, no, 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 specialised cells. So, for example, your hair follicles and stomach cells, they're all different. The reason why they're different is different parts of your DNA is read in different cells. So some isn't being used. Epigenetics is basically the similar effect. It's just wound up differently because we've got histones that wrap our DNA up so they can only be read in certain parts. So, like a bit like an old-fashioned uh, radio wheel. Like, only one bit's getting read at any time. So if you put lots of loops in different spots, only different bits get read. Now, you can actually affect these by different chemicals and different effects, so you can cause different things to be read at different times. This is epigenetics. So there are times where we might be allergic to, for example, um, nuts, but by actually introducing nuts, you can actually start to control this in an epigenetic fashion. So it's basically DNA and then... Ooh, we can change it. And then there's more complex forms of it. So it's basically on top of DNA, on top of our genetics. That was a bigger and more complex uh, explanation than I uh, anticipated. Um, what? <laughs> no, so, so let, 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 let me just get it right. Um, so the, the DNA in my fingernail, because I was just buying Not it. a fingernail. doesn't have DNA in it. Your fingernail curtain. doesn't have DNA. No, it's like hair. Same stuff. Wow, crackers. What? So you're telling me that CSI is wrong when they find somebody's pube at a crime scene? No, they find it underneath the fingernail. What? So underneath your nail, you know when you get that dirt and stuff underneath there, you've got dead skin cells underneath there. Okay. And they can dig that out. So for example, yeah. if I claw at your face, I'll get some of your DNA on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it's it, not but from the fingernail. if your nail was lodged in my head, we wouldn't be able to tell that was you. No, but there's probably some of my cells underneath it because it's right, been that's unfair. very interesting. And that counts for hair as well. So uh, hair you, doesn't if, contain it DNA. doesn't contain DNA, but if they get the hair follicle, then it can. Okay, so, so if, where you, it grows if you get from, the root, that's where the DNA is. Yeah. So, so that's, very, that's quite interesting nugget of information, that. So the DNA in my foot, then, yeah. is the same as the DNA in my eyeball, yeah. It's the same as the DNA in anywhere of a part of my body. Yeah. However, there is an object that reads different parts of that DNA strand. So the DNA is complete in my foot it's, and it's complete in my head, even yeah. though it might be a completely different physical yeah. object. It's still the same copy. It's still the yeah. same copy of vinyl, like you said. Um, but... Epigenics essentially is this tool that reads it. Is that what you say? No, it's basically uh, we've got enzymes that read it. Okay. So little tiny biological machines. That so, read and, it. and these little tiny, like, tiny biological machines. Sorry, sorry. One second. Yeah. I, I want to get it right. So these tiny little biological machines—they're the thing that decide a foot looks like a foot. 
Because if the DNA is the same, well, why doesn't a foot look like a head? Yeah. And it's these little enzymes that go, I know, on the foot, even though we're reading from the same piece of music. Yeah. Um, actually, we only need the trombone part. Yeah. You know, we only need... And then the histones are the bits that decide what bit you're playing. Okay. So they're the bits that are saying, oh, no, you can't get to that. They're, you haven't locked up that character yet, so to speak. Interesting. All right. And so what, what then is epigenetics now? I've got that bit clear. Epigenetics is basically how you've essentially either wrapped up that DNA, so what parts can be played there. Okay. Or there's also now being able to do other different effects, which is actually turning on and off genes yeah. from external means by doing different chemicals, which I've seen and I, I can't remember the specifics. and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm going down the, the Wim Hof hole to you know, I don't yeah. understand you a little bit because, you know, Wim Hof can change his DNA. Um, a good, actually, a good example is um, heat shock proteins. So extreme heat and extreme cold. Those are produced epigenetically as far as I'm aware I might be wrong but as far as I'm aware the epigenetic effects are basically something that's affected my body our body then needs to basically sort out its histone so it goes right we need to prepare for this start reading that bit of DNA we need to make these proteins to actually yeah. cause these effects so that is an epigenetic factor and if we stayed in extreme cold positions then we're going to change to suit that another example that happened over time was the fact that a genetic situation is skin colour about melatonin in the skin melanin melatonin is about sleep <laughs> yeah melanin yeah which would have been a reasonable amount of um, epigenetic factor but became more permanent because we have then paler people in northern Europe and Russia and so on and so forth um, they needed paler skin to get more vitamin D mm-hmm. whereas darker skin people who aren't in less humid and cloudy environments don't need it as much because they get loads of sun so they don't need it as much and they're more likely to suffer from UV light damage mm-hmm. so that's why it's changed but it would have probably started off as an epigenetic factor and then became permanent change okay so it would have been within an individual's lifespan yeah possibly. possibly or over lots of different generations I'm yeah, talking here about that, using, I'm using my different. knowledge I might be wrong okay um so I, I, I want to clarify something here because I'm using the word epigenics and you're using the word epigenetics. Right, I think so, that's pronunciation. So, well, let, let me just tell you what I have been talking about, at least what I think I've been talking yeah. about. Then I'll dive and we'll, 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 we'll have a look at um, what the internet says. That all well of truth. All right, so epigenics is memories passed down through DNA. So in that, if mummy rabbit has a baby rabbit, baby rabbit then sees mummy rabbit eaten by a fox. Baby rabbit has new baby rabbit, become, you know, becomes a mum itself. That baby rabbit, through the trauma, remembers through genetics, not through obviously experience, that the fox is going to eat it. You might call that instinct or whatever, but that, that instinct that is a memory passed down through DNA. Epigenics as opposed to epigenetics. So that's what I was talking about. Now, I'm not saying that I've got it right. I'm, I'm clarifying what so, it is. I was I, I meant. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive and see if there is a So in response between... to that, then that scenario, 
there's a point of where that's behavioural. I thought you were going to go a different way, which is a one that I can talk about as well. Um, but the avoiding the prey, prey predator relationship, or how do you know that's predator? Um, that's partly neurological based in the womb, as far as I'm aware. Um, and shape recognition. Just like how we see faces everywhere. Because we're trained to see faces because we're highly social. And so, oh, look, there's a bit of toast and it's got a face in it. It looks like Jesus. And it's like, yeah, that's because we, our first thing we should look for is face. Because that's how we communicate with each other a lot more. Um, it's one of the major reasons why men don't normally like talking on the phone. But they'll do, like, they like seeing someone because men are more likely to look at facial actions and body language about what they're doing because it's the whole hunter situation of there over there and um, it's why we've got whites of our eyes because if I'm looking that way you can tell I don't think the camera can tell but you can tell why I'm with my eyes yeah you, well, you could tell from a real long yeah distance at least I can anyway my life, yeah. I'm pretty damn sure my eyesight's yeah. better than most people's uh, you can tell when somebody's looking at you, even if you can't see their eyes. Even if you're like that, you can see the... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can see that. And yeah, yeah. it might be harder when you're actually going, oh, damn, I see the white side. It's little things, and your brain goes, no, they're looking at me. And it's a defence mechanism and communication mechanism. Um, but then at the same time, it's like dealing with predators' behaviour and those sort of actions. So we can go down that. Yeah. The one that I know is very a good case of epigenetics is... The effect of hormones on offspring. So, I'm going to take humans because we've done in this case and it's shown in humans. It's quite a weird one and it happens in mice and so on. If, can you find a difference or not? There is a difference. However, the, there is more explanations for epigenetics and Google is pushing me to look at epigenetics and it really is being pretty. Uh... It it is as far as I'm aware. It's still a um, it's still a thriving field, so to speak. So epigenetics is definitely something different. Fine. Um, though, though it is not giving me any clear. This is what it is. It's not like Wikipedia. Yeah. You know, it gives you a little summary at the top, but it, it's like going. Did you mean epigenetics, epigenetics, epigenetics? No, but there's, there's plenty of stuff that says epigenetics. So uh, I'm not, I'm not, I've not obviously got something wrong. Um, epigenetics, changing your DNA. An interview with Bruce Lipton, is someone I'm actually quite familiar with Bruce Lipton, um, on epigenetic, epigenetics and quantum mechanics. You know, so, so yeah. you know, if we, if we dive into the quantum field, then... We need David... Well, well, that's, <laughs> well no, that, Dave's, Dave's the astrophysicist. astrophysicist. If anyone wants to listen, have an astrophysicist on, then I reckon we get him on. Cause we'll do it after Rob, though. And he's metal as fuck. Yeah. Is Rob, is he, will Rob be allowed? I hope he will be allowed. Yeah, as long as you don't talk about his job. Alright, so what are we going to talk about? Well, I, presume, <laughs> I, I presume he's had a thing for the... Um, uh, he 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 would know because he would have signed on certain things that he can and can't talk about. Okay. Because well, that's official secrets, etc. Plus, we'll have plenty more to talk about than his job specifically. Um, he's not any like secret service or anything. But um, here's still... an interesting thing. Sorry, um, I've just clicked on epigenetics on fandom Wikipedia thing, and epigenetics. The first thing it starts to 
explain is epigenetics is a term in biology used to refer to features such as chromatin and DNA modifications mm. that are stable over rounds of cell division but do not involve changes in the underlying DNA sequence of the organism. That's a lot. That's what I was saying. Right. Specific blah, 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 blah. But there's nothing etymology. I'll need to read. I don't yeah. want to bore anybody with, uh, with this, but um, it... The other one that I was talking about, uh, about hormones in particular... So if you get a mice, and this applies to humans as well, as far as we're aware, but we can't do the tests on them because ethics. And uh, but ethics has ever stopped us testing anything on animals. In modern science, in the Western, under high visibility scenarios. There's some law <laughs> somewhere that, that says um, certain people, certain scientists, if you're allowed to kill people... Mm. If it's for research, well, it's like the thing in China. Scary thought. The guy who uh, edited used used CRISPR to alter the DNA of a child. I can't remember what about, but they had a disease, and basically, I no, the HIV, and they removed that part and they fixed it, so the child doesn't have HIV and they're perfectly fine. But they didn't say when they did it, and basically, the child's now living perfectly fine, and this scientist has disappeared from China. You don't know where they are. <laughs> so um, that that's there's a good example of um, ethics being in question about. Yeah, there probably is one or two scientists have done it, but then they disappear out of the way. If they are doing it, you're not hearing about it. Is the correct term? Well, this is this is my problem where people that uh, look at oh, is these published studies on X, Y, and Z? Well, what about the unpublished ones? Yeah. And who decides whether things get published or not? It's the question is, is there someone pulling these strings to take things down? Is. Of course there is. Um, I mean, I've experienced that just in my own health journey. The amount, the amount of bullshit I've found. You know, in fact, we've, we're both experiencing mm. it. You know, you, you're doing your meat diet. I, I've done whatever diets I've done. By now, and I should I, have I'm scurvy. Getting, yeah, <laughs> by now, you should have scurvy, yeah. And, and I should have wasted away. You know, but, but I yeah. haven't. I haven't. I'm thriving. So, so you know, what, what... And then also at the same time, as I mentioned, not one of these... Um, that Like the one that, like I said, the Frankie sort of people would attack is these ones who are actually seriously... Um, thank you. Uh, unwell and emaciated and... But I think that's less about the actual diet of veganism, but more the case of they're taking, well, I'm taking this fourth shake of this day from this powder that's done this. Do you know what I think? Mindset is a massive part of it. Absolutely, mindset. If 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 if, you, if you're gonna lose weight and you're determined to lose weight, you lose weight. Yeah, Regardless, that's part of my graph. That'll be that'll be the bigger part more than diet, I think. Well, even take today. It, I slightly bad today, and one of the things I ended up going to shop to get an energy drink because I just needed a bit of boost to get going today. But I was going. Oh, do I kind of want chocolate? And then I walked into the newsagent and went, "No, I don't. It's going to make me sick." And so I picked up. I wanted something other than my usual thing that I'm having at the moment. So I picked up a meat-based uh, fricadellen thing. Fricadellen? German, yeah. Um, it's basically like a pork hamburger sort of thing. Got you on. No energy drinks. And I just went, I picked up that. And yeah, it's not my whole suitable diet thing. But it's a billion times better than chocolate. Yeah. And it's just my thought process went, 
I want something different. Good. Don't pick up any crap then. That's yeah. slightly. It's at least better. It's got meat in it, and it's. It's got. It's not processed chocolate because it's like you're not going to find chocolate in the wild. And like, if you went to, <laughs> now someone's going to be a prat and talk about coca beans, but you can sort of. That is not chocolate. That's not chocolate. Yeah. I'm not going to get this pile of yeah. like sugar, butter, coca beans, and if you put all that together, and a sexy you're, rabbit. I, I'm not. I'm not going to get caramel. I, I like. There's there's lots of stages involved in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I gave that to uh, a tribe person who's never come across anything that sugary, they'd probably instantly get diabetes and enter a coma. <laughs> Have the shits for a week. Yeah, they would think I'm trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah. They'd probably love it, don't get me wrong, because they've probably never yeah, tasted yeah. anything that sweet. But when you're sitting there and that, it's like, and, that, and, like, and then there's part of me going, yeah, I did just, um, the people are going to hear about hypocritical, but, but the frick of dinner's like, Okay, it's probably got some preservatives in. Fine, I can't, I can't fight that, and it really annoys me because you want know if something's killing us, it's them. Oh, the food lasts longer. I don't. I just. I. I honestly, if there was a rabbit going across the road right now and I had my bow and arrow, yeah, I'll have it. Right. I mean, like, I'd rather that avoid the preservatives that way, but I can't. Let's discuss that. Actually. I wanted to. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to kind of pull you on it early, Ron. When you, you spoke about you'd rather hunt your own mm. blah blah blah, and I, I'm very interested in the thinking behind it. In that, and and, and I'm not and I'm not, I'm not calling you out because it's gonna feel like that. Um, I'm genuinely curious how much of that is is ego because it's like yeah I'm cool because I, I do it that so, way. But and how much of it actually is genuinely that's how you believe you should or or, or could or would live. You know we all like to think that we. It's, it's very much like the nerd thing. Uh, everybody thinks it's like a one-upmanship thing. Everybody, every nerd kind of like always wants to be better than the next nerd, and unfortunately, a lot of them kind of deal in a, a fantasy. In, in, in a fantasy, but that fantasy is, is rarely actually a science fiction fantasy, mm. which weirdly is like more yeah. of a popular thing. But the they all think they're a better Viking than everyone else or they all think you know the, the big metalhead always think this is just weird unspoken one-upmanship within a new culture that takes all this historical manliness you might call it and they realise it as in they try, they try and make it real you know and how much of that is actually are, are you blacking yourself or is that person blacking themselves how much of it is genuine this is the best thing for me, or is it just an enthusiasm you've got out of your own hobbies and upbringings and blah, blah, So, we can go through all those different points, because I think it is an important thing. It is an important thing, because going out killing things because you think better is is a different reason than doing it because it's the right thing to do for survival or for health. Dealing with that bias, there is that part of the bias. I won't deny it, there's that bit that you've always got to keep back in back of the mind is there's part of me going that would be at minimum and I'm going to say at minimum it would be uh, an experience that I would like to do in a properly scenario and to be honest the first time I'd rather do it with a gun rather than a bow okay because I can be a lot more consistent with a gun than a bow have you shot a gun yeah yeah where I'd shot him in America if I was fully honest America 44 Magnum MP5 yeah uh, M4 M9, uh, M4 Commando, which is 9mm, a fully automatic shotgun, a M4 that was made up to yeah. um, 50 cal. Yeah, Bulgaria is where I shot guns. Yeah, and shotguns on a few occasions. 
Magnum PPK. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And it just means more consistent because that bullet's going to go there and the only thing that's different there. Whereas there's a lot more that can go wrong with shooting with an arrow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that's me saying... And it could really hurt. That means you've done it wrong. It's still really hurt. I mean, well, then again, a gun can really yeah, you bash But then guns, I shoot arrows more nosy. commonly, so... Okay. I, but, um, but crack on, yeah. And so there's that part, and I'm not... I, it would be wrong for me not to include that as a kind of bias in the background. Is it my major I reason? Mean, no. You see, see, to say it's an enthusiasm, it's absolutely justified. Yeah. To... So to... to, to, to play down that enthusiasm and use it to say like actually this is how I believe it should be right now is it's kind of like no the thing from that that like I said I'm including that but it's not my oh no so will I honestly say can we survive in a society that ordered that at this point in time no there's too many people so that one's got to go out of the way. Yeah, yeah. All the rabbits on the roundabouts will be gone in no time, won't they? Yeah, because we butchered all the forests and stuff where they can actually roam and actually deal yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. And amazingly, then we wouldn't be all grown on meat and all this other stuff and we wouldn't have a problem of poor people being fat because that's what's happening now. We flipped it the other way around. Yeah. Instead of rich people being fat, it's poor people being fat because we're eating processed foods and, and not... You know most rich people I, I, I Some of our rich people are bigger healthier, faster and stronger. Like Better food, less processed. Very interesting. Uh, that flip, that flip is a big one. It happened after World War II. Like, it's like when you go to London. Like if you go to London, I find that people are physically different. And when you see these, no, these, these well, um, I say that as a Londoner, but yeah. But like they are, you see these more richer type people and they are bigger. They're somewhat physically There's more presence. bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, I mean, I could eat the same things they eat. They could eat the same things I eat. But I still reckon it'd still be the same. So, is it genetically we're actually forking? You reckon? I, there's probably a percentage chance where there might be a bit of the time machine. So it's almost there. like ogrins, ratlins. Oh, no, that will happen. I, in a yeah, yeah, long enough time, that will happen. Subsects of humanity. I, but I, I pe- believe it is. People that, seem to think it's on class line. I, As I said before, it's not I think it's not as simple as class. Yeah, I agree. Because guess what? Class goes very quickly when everything goes to shit. Yeah. Because suddenly, oh, look, I'm really good, and I'm really good on the internet, and so on and so forth. Yeah, what have you got? Chainmail and a sword doesn't really matter about class of that situation and I'm using it as an extreme example but if you're the guy or gal who works with engines and gets down and dirty and can make things work you suddenly become king compared to king and queen compared to the person of, yeah, yeah, oh I, if, I used to do online banking yeah, congratulations if, if society <laughs> goes to shit it's the guy with the big shovel hands is the guy you team up with the guy you can build a wall the guy you can cut a tree and then the person the who's got a plan can... of like what parts of chemistry and biology and science is actually needed in yeah, to, yeah, to survive yeah. it's, it's like Oh, well, I'm going to... I already had my plan, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because some fucker will try and steal it, and I'm going to take over it if the apocalypse happens. Um, just to produce a shitload of ethanol. Um, so we've gone off on a mad tangent. So back to hunting. Hunting. Which yeah. is where we were. And about, it's about ego hunting, ethical hunting, and necessary hunting. I think that's how... And those I, are the three... The, the thing is, we can't... We don't have a necessary hunting at this point in time. Really, we can't argue that here. Me, me and you don't know. Not here in England, not anywhere else. 
Somewhere in one of the islands off Hawaii, however, there is a necessary because they're out of control. Um, so there's some deer out there. I can't remember what type they are. But they breed so quickly and they have no natural predators. Yeah. So they'll just eat the whole place. And they literally have to be killed every night. They're that prevalent. It's like the population on the island is 1,000. There's 5,000 deer there. I'm interested to know. Uh, I can't remember where it is. Joe Rogan brings it out. Does it? He's my source. Because uh, he's a hunter, remember? He's our what? He's a hunter as well. Yeah, he is a hunter, isn't he? Um, but the reason why, and the ethical side of it, so to speak, okay, is most hunting and hunting like Joe Rogan does and his friends do and so on and so forth, and the one that I would be more game to do, sorry for the pun, and I'm not sorry, um, <laughs> is, uh, um, is to kill the bucks after breeding season. Because what happens, you have a situation like, there was a story that was in the news and people got upset and it's not Cecil the Lion, although he is an example of that, but then we're just going out which was the black giraffe. They're not actually black, they just got darker. But the black giraffe that was killed in question and everyone was like, oh, it's an endangered species. Like, yes, it was. It still is. But the reason why this giraffe was killed, and if you look up black giraffe, you can find it. It was killed because this bull giraffe was past its mating prime, so it cannot have children anymore. But what it was doing was beating up and hurting, and it hurt at least two or three younger male um, bull giraffes, black giraffes, that could breed before they could breed. So to actually to ensure conservation, to ensure there were younger, more black giraffes, this one basically needed to be killed or removed from the population so it didn't kill more. It's like the elephants that go around go mad. The first two images that come up with Black Giraffe, some woman that's allegedly hunted and killed one. That's the Um, one, that's the story. But that picture is blatantly photoshopped. They are not real. There's no way them pictures are real. She's not there. No, no way. No way is she there. That is not a real picture. No, but that is the fact. No, I'm completely. I find a lot of these pictures of hunters. I look at them and my, my I'm, I'm, eye just doesn't. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely against this whole trophy picture yeah, nonsense. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's not what it's about. Um, although, don't get me wrong. If you get attacked by a bear and take it down with a knife, you take that picture. I couldn't find quick, obvious uh, info on the the, the the deer in Hawaii. Yeah. Axis deer was the word that kept. That sounds about right, though. Okay, um, but. What I'm saying in that situation is that giraffe needed to be either removed somewhere else or killed. Mm. Now, what they did... <laughs> that was my house, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's going to stink. But what they did is they sold, and I think it was that lady, and I think it was pretty much... They said that that person went to go hunt a giraffe with a rifle, whatever, and she probably paid, I think it was more than 15 grand or something to do it. Yeah. Now, where does that money go? goes to the gamekeepers and conservation effort to help the other black giraffe. What well, it also we, we goes, could assume. I, I, I would have that's to why just, it I would have to believe you take what you As far as as far you. as I'm aware. I I will hold my hand up because if I'm yeah. wrong on that one. Um <laughs> But the other one is it that giraffe, etc., gives about three thousand pounds worth of meat. Yeah. Weight wise. Yeah. And they're not all taking that back to America. Because that's not going on a plane. So where do you think the rest of that meat goes? To the local people? You'd hope. I would still say I hope. I hope it doesn't go in the trash bin. If it does, someone's grabbing it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could just be left to the wildlife. Or it could be well, ah, there you go. If it's left to wildlife, is that the end of the world? 
So, if it goes to the scheme as it should go to, and as far as I'm aware, it did go to, yeah. is most people who are involved in the National Park Rangers are ex-poachers. The reason why they're poachers in the first place is because they've got no source of income, no source of food. Now, suddenly, if you make them and hire them from these um, hunts, for example, like Cecil just happened to be the lion that the person had attacked to kill a lion, a male lion, and it happened to be Cecil because someone put a name on the, the lion. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Now, that's a 20 grand situation. That's $20,000 put into an area where dollars go a lot further. Now... Should it be a trophy? No. So is it someone's uh, uh, ego hunt to do it? Because are they eating it or not? Are you saying, just, just for, clar- for clarification, are you saying that these hunts that pop up, which I think are absolute distractions thrown at us by... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Any time some tragedy pops up like that, I would start looking at politicians and what rights they're getting rid of of yours inst- instead of getting on the Cecil bandwagon. But let me just clarify... So you're saying that the, that these hunts again? I don't know. Are actually sanctioned hunts? Yeah. By the, the local the, by the parts. local conservationists and the local yeah. part. That's very interesting information. And again, I have to take it at your face value because I, I don't have a freaking clue. Um, this is the same with hunting seasons that's, in that's America. Very interesting that hunting seasons in America, for example, are you are only allowed to shoot the buck, so big antlers and so on and so forth. The reason for this is because, guess what? If you want the young, new generation to actually survive, they've only got a limited amount of space. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, that big motherfucking antler fucker, right, (laughs) is going to fuck up some poor baby deer and ruin the rest of the population because it goes, I haven't got any space, this is my territory now, fuck off. So there's a point where you go, there is only a limited amount of space, so... Do we let them starve? Because that's what will happen. And you kill all of them because they're all now starving. Yeah. Or do you go, well, you've reached maturity now. I can feed myself for three months on this food in freezers and so on and so forth. Take that out of the system. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it back to my original question because we've gone on quite broadly about yeah. the ethics and the organisation of hunting and blah, blah, blah. But really, it's just a question... For that's just directed at you. What is it for you? Not necessarily. The I state kind of. Little, of I want to. You know what is it that's attractive? with hunting about you. You know, is it a? Yeah, I think it's cool, and I want people. I'm, I'm also going to say this really clearly. I do yeah, not mean fucking fox hunting at all. No, well, I'm fucking. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's 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 something different. You're you're talking about hunting to 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 bring back some kind of, uh, in in almost a romantic way. An older way of living. That's what you're talking about. I'm talking to hunt to eat. We're not talking about being a set of turds. I'm not talking about a sport. sport. Yeah, you're not talking about... I'm talking about, I want to go out there and to licence, but then that's a limit. You can't live like Viking weeks, you know, have you seen it on the internet? I I kind of, if I had money, I'd like to build a sort of thing like that. But I want to do it because... One, it means that that animal has had the chance to roam free in its own natural environment as much as possible. Is it like this is so? So I, I, the reason I'm probing you for it is, is for genuine honesty, as opposed to justification. No, this is the, this is the same thing. Yeah, this is my honest. Yeah, I just want to clarify and for everybody, and it's about so there's that. In fact, it has its full life, 
and or oh, me getting to know you. Yeah, it's it's had pretty much its full life. I don't want to shoot lambs for fuck's sake, I or anything in that concept, right? It is a way so that it's going to be better for me and also, like the quality of meat. It's not going to be full of antibiotics and all this crap, right? It will not have to travel hundreds of thousands of miles on a ship because it came from New Zealand. I don't know why I'm talking about sheep now, but still, like, <laughs> on a, it's, oh, it's come from. It's it, bad let's, let's, let's take it even this way. It hasn't come from Ireland even. No. We haven't had to spend tons of fuel to get it from one place to another. Okay? It, yeah. it was either going to die one way or the other. It's either going to. We're the only animal that's. But most of the time, we don't die in screaming pain. We normally die in a bed. Yeah. Okay? And if you hunt properly, it will go one, two, three steps and then gone. Okay? And it doesn't feel it because it's just we, basically we assume. as far as we're aware. Yeah. And it's not a throat slit sort of situation. It's no. just comatose death. We hope. Well, it, it's, I, I can't. Yeah. I'm not an expert. No. And, but instantly... It's well, still better. Surely they're, they're, they're not your reasons then for uh, for wanting to hunt. You don't think, do you know what, I should hunt because this will be X for the animal. It's partly that, but I also, like I said, I think it's also better for me. I think... I, I think it would be enjoyable to an extent. I think it would be... It will cover him physical, mental, and actually, no, I am back where... I'm back, putting myself back into the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Rather yeah, than yeah, this yeah. of like, oh, I'm just getting this plastic packaging and I'll open it up mm-hmm. and then this is really tasty, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, no, I'm back in there. There is so no it, loss it, of it, energy resources it in it. It does become about this this romanticism of, of older, older yeah. ways. Because, you know, I'm, what I'm not trying to do, by the way, I'm not, I'm not trying to catch you out and I'm not trying to... Um, I'm just I'm I'm trying to understand how somebody's mind works in, in in these ways because again it is part of nerd culture to have this strange arrogance for things like yes yeah. no I understand that one and and well, you'll always find some nerd who knows more about a Viking than you are and he's and he's willing to get stuck in and tell you all about it and he's just like I don't really care you know and. What am I trying to say? I suppose I am just trying to get to know you more yeah. and, and, and what what your impetuses are, which is why I'm asking it's, for the honesty as opposed to the justifications, if you understand. No, but that's my point of view in the mind as well. And but I wonder if you'd actually ever thought it, about it. No, I have. Have you thought about it? I have thought about it before, because like I said, I looked at hunting going, and there was the different points of view. It's like, I do, it's that question that really everyone should still have a think about is the question where someone will decide whether or not they're going vegetarian or not. Mm-hmm. Which is the question of, I'm eating meat. Something has died, so well, plants have died as well, but we're dealing with, well, there's the argument there, plants can hear and smell, well, that's a different point. But, and they've still got a rough nervous system. But Well, they also have various defences that say, don't feckin' eat me. Yeah, and we just, know, we just ignore them now, which is worse. Which is lectins. Yeah. So I've done my own work on that. But my, a little, little bit at least. But hunting other mammals even. Let's just go with mammals. Yeah. And and birds, because they include it as well, because they're, they're something we can recognise. Just call them creatures. And Eating things. 
Yeah, and oh. it's that question of I am actually eating muscle tissue off this. Yeah. Do I feel right by doing that? Now we have the opportunity to not do that here. Yeah, yeah, we're in. That's the way to actually put. You have got the opportunity. We're in a to do position that. of choice. Yeah. Again, that's why it fuels me questioning of you because you don't have to hunt. You don't need to hunt, but there is an attraction to you. And I feel like it's a better way than just having these bulk farms, which are and describe it as a form of necessary evil. Yeah, so so you're almost to a degree. What you? I want to avoid is, the evil. Well, what's interesting is is you're almost saying, go hunting or go vegan. And if you can't hunt, go vegan. That's an interesting way of looking at it. To an extent, and also not because I wouldn't yeah. want to go vegan. Well, well, you're not actually saying it, but but. If if you can't hunt, if you can't if you can't eat a plant, no. The truth is, if, if you, you don't want to hunt, eat a plant to an extent. Or if you can't justify that this is a dead animal, and honestly, I think there should be a part where it's like, if you ask me to kill a chicken or something like that, it's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. I I yeah. I I would rather, and actually, I'd rather take to use a phrase, I'd rather take the sin on myself than some nameless person machine that just goes. Is in so is is. I'll offer where I stand on would I do it? Do you know what? I I, I would struggle um, as, 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 a, as, a, as a being to take another being's life. I actually believe I would. Yet, at the same time, I also do understand that I can become accustomed to things like that pretty quick. And I, I absolutely believe I could get used to it and then it would become a norm. Um, would I actively pursue it? No, I don't believe I would. Does that mean I think other people should? Ah, that's their business. My so, life ain't theirs, and I meddle in their life. I do want to understand more. Blah blah blah. Um, it's oh. kind of questioning the divine, and this is the one that I've tried to explain to some students as well in PSHE, so physical moral education, whatever it stands for these days, and because it changes, but essentially citizenship and being a better person, and. The one that comes up, like school shootings and terrorism and all that sort of thing, and they go about, oh, would you kill someone, so on and so forth, if the terrorists came in here? And I would emphatically go, yes. I would have no question about it. Now, that's not because I'm happy to kill someone. I'm never happy to kill someone. There's no, never a psychopath. Right? No, that's the wrong justification for psychopath. Oh, psychopath so. basically doesn't, doesn't have empathy for other people. Okay. Not all psychopaths are like that. Just... Like, might be a little bit of a oh, More like the sociopath. Five points, five points, by the way. Five points? Side of the freaking test. Oh. We'll have to set up where I actually get, because um, I need to buy PayPal and stuff and sort that out. Oh, okay. How much is it? We're talking about the Jordan Peterson psychology. Well, we'll, we'll have to do one more where I actually set up, so maybe next week we'll, okay. I'll come earlier and we'll sort it out. Because right. then we can have it running before we start. It's very interesting in where I click into all that. Yeah. But it's a two screeny jobby, so you can do it while it's being shown there. Oh, so okay. sort of, yeah, that would yeah. be a better plan. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about everybody watching me take the test and then knowing what I am. How about. you click? I, I absolutely reckon I have this weird button where I actually could switch off empathetically and, and, and not give a fuck about a person. It'd be a good to, it wouldn't be worthwhile going through all the individual parts. As in, it wouldn't be yeah. worthwhile going for the individual parts because there's lots of blurbs on the bit. But rather looking, you're more this, more that, more that. Yeah, that would be yeah. better. And then you can keep it for yourself for 
whatever to read the detail. Um, anyway, but the bit that about killing someone and whether or not it's killing animals as well is it's a bit more different for an animal or certain types of animal. I say types of animal because killing a dog makes very different from killing a cow, for example. There's lots of different parts to it and yeah. Depends who you're talking to, doesn't it? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Life's a life. But there's the point. We can go on that one anyway. Yeah, but the point is about taking someone. Let's talk about humans in this case. They're taking a human's life. It isn't their choice that they're you're killing them. It's not their part. No matter whatever they're doing, it is your choice that you're doing it, and yeah. it's your decision to take away that divine entity from them. Okay, that you have to. Set an alarm for something. I've no clue what I've set this alarm for. And so <laughs> you have to make that the, the choice to remove the divine from them. Because essentially we always maintain that is if someone else is in trouble, we're going to try and save them. That they've got this essence, whatever it is, and it is, I call it divine, and it is stolen from a Jordan Peterson. It doesn't have to be God or like, oh, God made them. But that's the point that keeps on coming out. It's basically that person has a right to life. But what they're doing and whatever it is, I believe they don't deserve that anymore. So I'm going to take that away from them. They don't take it away from themselves. It's I've decided either that their right is more important. They're some like in student school shooting, whatever terrorist example. But I've decided their their life and entity should not be taken away and they're trying to do it. So I'm going to remove their divine part from it. Or, if it's in the psychopath moment, and not dealing with empathetics, and not actually understanding that they are on the same level, which is where some psychopaths go into that level, because they don't understand empathy, so they don't see that person as another person. That's the point of, that person becomes a thing. So it no longer has that divine part. They don't see it, or they've removed it, they've, whichever. They've basically objectified them, in a way, so. Yeah. Actual objectification, not the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that's thrown around everywhere. Um, yeah. and oh I'm objectified like oh, yeah, yeah you objectify me I'm a fat git so yeah you've objectified me because oh. you've looked at a certain aspect of it, me congratulations here's a question how are you not an object animate or inanimate how are you not an object and they're justificate a lot of people's justification for it is like oh an object is something you act upon great I act upon your words are words objects yeah well. I object. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we need to do more press ups, by the way. We, uh, we, uh, yeah, we're starting to catch on time. We've done so far. What uh, we've got an hour fifty hours. so far. An hour fifty, so that's about two hours. Yeah. So, I, I reckon we've had almost an hour and a half break between Something like sets that. of press ups. hour at least. Sets yeah. of press ups. So, uh, As opposed to the half an hour of last time. Yeah, it, it's time to uh, it's time to smash some more. Yeah. As much as uh, I, I want to go on. But I, I want to kind of give this a proper, a proper stint. So here, here we it's go. Empty no, no, pockets, set twenty-five. Now we're just getting you kind of roll up with me bits. So anyway, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 
somehow now turned the podcast into a point of I don't know how many other podcasts or big podcasts that actually have consistent exercise elements included in them. I mean it might not last as it the, might not last as, as much as it comes in. regime grows. You won't be able to fit it in. Yeah it'll, it'll just become unwieldy but I think it's proven a point at this point in time. Yeah I think and we're getting into the swing it'll just grow in a while yeah. it grows in it won't it? Well, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, one more, eight, wow. eight. We need a gypsy after that. And I'm going to talk at the screen while he's busy, but... One of the things that I particularly like about even doing this is as someone who is 147 pounds, 23.4 stone, I think, might be 23.3 now, that there are people out there who will then use it as an excuse and fat, uh, healthy at any size. And yeah, there's certain aspects that are correct to this, but one of the ways to actually deal with it is getting up and actually doing something. Now, no one is saying that doing what we're doing is easy and we're doing it from two different positions. And at least from my position, because there's probably more people statistically that are trying to lose weight than gain weight. And I'm happy to do it for even through those times of... Yeah, not feeling 100%. Okay, well, if I'm doing it not 100% and someone is at 100%, it's time to get on with it. Yeah. And I, even if one person changed their mind and gone, well, yeah, six foot four monstrosity such as myself. And I use those words lightly just because You're they not might a be. Monstrosity. No, I'm not. But at the same time, Eat. these but people <laughs> might be only in the bedroom. And people. <laughs> People might use these terms to define themselves, whether or not it's emotional sort of thought about it. And, yeah, I make light of those words. But if you use that as a case for some of your own views of self, me doing 20 more press-ups in about a minute and doing the 57 that it was last time um, is actually, look, it can be done. Yeah, it can suck and like pushing that extra bit embrace the suck yeah and yeah do you know what yeah uh, and same part of view for me for for skinny people and crohn's sufferers and ibs sufferers or colitis sufferers or whoever's been through a similar journey with me i'm nothing special and i've done it christian's saying basically he's in his position with his body type his mindset his diet and he's saying he's nothing special and he's doing it. That's an empowering thought. You know, both of us are sat here. It's like, again, I'll, I'll use the example of me with painting. I'm, not, I'm nobody special and I can do my hobby and my profession incredibly, incredibly well. 
And when I teach people, they put me on a pedestal. But essentially what I say is, is, go, is well, I'm not special, but I can do, you can do. The only reason I can do what I can do is because I've got a greater awareness of X, Y, Z, and I'm willing to put myself through things in order to get where I need to be. And we've got extra accountability now, so that's why we want you to join our... Yeah, yeah, join in, because you can do it. If you're not happy with your life, join in with us. Yeah. Come on, come and chat with us. I'm yeah. well up for it. Uh, uh, you know, so just about making ourselves change yourself, you change the world. Yeah. You know, so if you have an issue, if you think the world's a shit place, then I've explained my theory of the box and the universe. There's a box and a universe. Yeah, what? I'll do it over I'll the press what, I was going to say, yeah, do it, do it. Tell us that. I was just saying if you can remember hey, that one. We've still not, we've still not got our pledges down over. But we haven't really properly done it. It's just the fact that I remember about doing the. Um, I say no. Any drinks is on my mind. No, take it off because I'm. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like before I forget. Because I'm a worm before I'm a man. Mm. <laughs> I'm about to do the worm. <laughs> it's it very much a worm. And the more you got tired the first time, you, all your form started to yeah. slip even more. No, I it felt it as well. Interesting to watch that. Thank you. That's alright. Two. So, so you've all finished with your pledges. I've yeah. still got another set to go, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> right, so, so, right. No energy drinks I've put down. How, how much weight do I lose between now and next week, considering you did £12 in a week? I still just want to aim at £7. Okay, right, okay, so you basically, this last week is a bonus. Yeah. Seven pounds, I'm aiming at basically a pound a day. Yeah. Which will still put me at April 9th being time. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, right, so do you want to walk your press-up things for next week? Do you want to do three sets of sweat? I reckon you'll nail three sets. Considering you did 57 last week. Yeah. You'd be daft not to go for sweat. Yeah. Better form. <clears throat> Three times, uh, three times twenty. DDP six days a week. Yeah, just maintaining that. But I have got Viking training on Saturday, so I'll take that one. It's basically doing something active every day. Yeah, so six days a week plus one bike. All right, and we we were talking about fasting. I'm oh. very interested in the idea of fasting. 
There's a there's a channel I watch regularly yeah. called Vegetable Police. And it's very interesting. Well vegetable you... don't need police, they normally just lie there. <laughs> <laughs> so so he uh, um, <laughs> So this lad, Casey, is actually a, quite an endearing kind of fella. Mm. I, I quite like him a lot, and he's, 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 he's on a very similar journey to me um, in that he, he had uh, ulcerative colitis. Yeah. Mine was Crohn's and Crohn's colitis, mm. so mine's different. Um, and they have, they have different reasons, but whatever. There's still a gut issue. Yeah. And he went vegan to, to heal himself. He moved countries to heal himself. What countries are moving from? He moved from Canada to Thailand. And he... I, I got him when he was still at the vegan phase, but lately, over the last like year or so, he started 